Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Fun, entertaining, knowledgeable. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Live and local, it's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. WSSP. Remember, we have a new phone number if you'd like to connect with us via the phone lines. 414-677-1250. So we swap the 799 for the 677. Slight change. It's important. That's how you get to us. 414-677-1250. 414-677-1250. You can still tweet us, 1250AM, the fan, Facebook, Instagram that we never go on. I believe there's a Snapchat that I made six years ago that I never use. We have not reached out to TikTok. Tim, if you want to make a TikTok, I know you're an expert on TikTok, if you'd like. But I, uh, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. What did you do last night? Nothing. Yeah. What did you do? I watched the movie Free Guy with uh, Ryan Reynolds. Good? I liked it. Yeah. He He's a video game character, and then he he like comes to life or something. He's a non, he's an NPC. He's a non-playable. And then he... Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think so. Did you see it? No. Oh, what but did I, you but do? I, I mean, I've seen... Like highlights or previews. Oh yeah, highlights. Yeah, yeah, highlights. Highlights. Um, do you do you do? I watch anything. Go for a walk. I I watched uh, Law and Order: Special Victims Unit because, well, that's my favorite show. And reruns are on. Reruns are on. Yeah, there was uh, something going down at the Pfizer Forum last night too. There was some kind of concert. I'm. Yes. Look and see. Uh, There was. It was. um, Ah. I don't remember, but there was a concert last yeah, night. Yeah, it was packed down in my area yesterday. So yeah, I uh, didn't really want to leave because then I wouldn't have anywhere to park. Oh, okay, all right, because you live downtown. I live downtown. All right, so an exciting night, and that's kind of what happens in the summer when the Brewers aren't on. We kind of just uh, twiddle our thumbs and don't know what to do. Uh, and so I can break down the movie Free Guy if you'd like. I can break down Moon Knight if you'd like. I watched that recently. I can break down Miss Marvel if you'd like. I can break down uh, Only Murders in the Building. Very good show on Hulu. I can break that down. I can break down I can break down Southern Charm. Although my wife and I are two episodes behind. We did not watch uh, the new one last night or the week before that. Or I could break down what what is being broken down right now in uh in Packerland, and that's Romeo Dubs. Yeah, so yesterday morning to start the show, I read you every tweet that occurred from all the beat writers. You're not going to do that again, are you? Was it not a good segment? Oh, it was very good. I just felt like that took a lot of time and effort into your hand. I Could you do it again? Well, I okay, so I always make fun of these beat writers that tweet every play that happens at training camp practice. Because it's it's incessant. 
And it's like, do we need to know all of this? There was one guy from Philadelphia who had a tweet, because it's not just Green Bay. It's it's everybody. He had broken down Jalen Hurts' day statistically and compared it to a year ago statistically on the first day of training camp. It is just too much. But then here I am wanting to be a part of the conversation and wanting to know what's going on in Packer training camp. And so what I ended up doing was looking at everybody's tweets and trying to figure out what happened at Packer training camp, reading the articles on Packers.com, trying to figure out what happened in this practice. So I'm making fun of the people that do it yet. I'm thankful that they did it because I want to know, you know, it's weird. It's weird. If the bucks have a practice, we don't care. I mean, there's nobody, there's nobody in there giving you play by play. If the brewers have a practice, does it matter? Or if they're doing workouts, does it matter? But when the Packers have a practice, it is a, a big deal. The Brewers have a practice. It would be like Christian Yelich swings the bat, hits a grounder. Yelich then swings again. You know, batting practice. <laughs> yeah, repeats, yeah, repeats. Yeah, batting practice. We're not. You can't do that. We're not live tweeting batting practice. No, we're not live tweeting the Bucks. You know, in the free throw mm-hmm. line, two free throws made. But you know, it's it's like with preseason too. Yeah, spring training gets a little rub. For a couple of days, and then you're like, oh, okay, if, if you don't go down there, or you might like listening to Euchre on a cold day because then you're like, ah, summer's coming. But you're not dissecting the stats in spring training, and then people go out of their way to tell you none of this matters, okay? Basketball preseason, does anybody even watch the basketball preseason? I mean, you might turn it on for a little bit. Bucks playing Abu Dhabi this year, that's interesting. So those games might be on it like, when would they be on? Like six in the morning or ten in the morning? Something weird. So I'll uh, check my world time. Yeah, check your yeah. What time is it in Abu Dhabi? I believe that's where they're playing. Uh United Arab Emirates is I think where they're going. Cause then it would be we'd be behind. What time is it in uh, I have to look it up. My phone connection isn't uh the God. best. Why do I ever ask you to look anything up? I'll just look it up. Time in Abu Dhabi. I found it. It's 306. <laughs> You're just not good at the internet. Boy, you you found that that quick? Well, yeah. You already had it up. Tim, you just Google it. I well, I just looked on my yeah, okay. What I asked you yesterday, the Cardinal schedule? I don't know. Why are we reliving that? That's in the past. Is it Tim, what's the Cardinal schedule? He goes, "Oh, let me look." Nationals. He goes, Okay, and then I'll then I'll go here. Uh, I'm still looking, Bart, and then I'll. <laughs> okay, uh, it's three oh six. So if they played at eight over there, they would play carry the one nine. Uh, they play about eleven o'clock here. All right. So maybe my point is we don't really care. We don't really care about preseason or practice with the other sports. Certainly not with the level of intensity that we care about Packers training camp, right? And there's a lot of different things that we do care about this year. We got to know who's out there. We got to know who's injured. We got to know who's getting reps at wide receiver. We want to know if the special teams is looking any better. But at the end of the day, it is just a practice for 90 minutes, yet it does get massive coverage. And I think the demand is certainly there for it. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the average person driving around today or listening on the uh, wonderful, incredible Odyssey app, you know, which is on demand all the time. Your kids may not be able to be used on demand, but Odyssey certainly is. An Odyssey station. So I, and I, I don't know what the average person. I, I think maybe we could. That could be a poll. I mean, how much do you? But then there's no like video. There's very little video. They don't really let the reporters tweet out much video, certainly not of the plays. I've seen a couple plays online from Packers training camp that were taken by fans, which I think they explicitly tell you don't do that. But I have seen a little bit. 
I mean, the Packers in the NFL, they don't want you to, they don't want to share this. I don't know if it's like, so the other teams don't see it or or what. It'd be great if if we could watch training camp, you know, because we watch family night. That's That's one thing. And people do watch that. That is a big event. Not only does it nearly fill up Lambeau Field with those $10 tickets, get families a chance to get in there. That's the whole point of it. I'm not knocking family night. I think it's I think it's a good idea. But then you've got these training camp practices where if it was on last night, I mean, I would have watched the whole thing. And if it was on during the day, I I, I would have watched the whole thing. It's it's football. Football's got this incredible grip over us, the NFL specifically, and they know it, and they keep they keep pumping that that hog, and it's getting bigger and bigger. And I don't know I don't know at what point does it get too bloated and it and it pops. You know, the NFL they came up with this app NFL Plus, where they took away stuff that many were getting for free, and now you're, you're getting charged to watch basically games on your phone and I'm going to end up buying it for five bucks a month. Okay. That's just five bucks a month, but it was free and now they're taking it away and I'm still going to pay for it. You know, here I am talking about practice and dissecting and reading everything that I can because the NFL, it is so powerful. They're playing games all overseas. They're expanding their market. Are, are, they, are they getting too big? Are they expanding too much? The game in Germany, it's between Tampa and, gosh, another team that I can't think of, but they had 3 million people on the ticket waiting list for an 80,000-seat stadium. So the NFL keeps expanding and expanding and expanding. Seahawks. Against the Seahawks? Did you look that up real quick? Yes. Wow. Good job, Timmy. Usually I don't like to start being mean to you until the second or third hour. But yeah, but you came out firing today. Well, I mean, it's a new record. Yeah, yeah. It's the right. only way to beat that is just without saying good morning and berating me. I think that's what I'll do on Monday. Like literally, you turn on the mic and you're already yelling at me. Yeah, I think I, I might try that on Monday. You're you you're welcome to yell at me back. I'm not like that. No, no. Yell at me for something. How dare you? Okay, listen. Yesterday, you know what? No, because what I want to say, I can't say on air. Why? <laughs> because you're going to have to hit the dump button. You want to swear? Yes. No, yesterday you had a lot going on. Oh, no, I'm talking about yesterday night. Yesterday night? Yeah, what you texted me. How dare you? Oh. That's all. Continue with your show. Yeah. All right. Um. I just was making fun of Tim. Still, it, it carries over. It carries to, over to yeah. the non-show. Yeah, I'm Not a I'm a bully. What am I saying? I'm a bully. Be mean to me. This is a two-way street, man. I'm trying to harden you up because I see a lot of myself in you. Oh, yeah. I used to be a weak, frail little. <laughs> I'm not weak. <laughs> you want to talk about weak? I used to <laughs> never stand up for myself, and now that I'm this. Uh, egomaniac i'm not that at all well i'm trying to make you one i don't want to be one. i didn't used to be one and then i got toughened up and now i'm trying to toughen you up but yeah the nfl keeps expanding and my point is that packers practice happened yesterday and i can't get enough of it and there was a standout his name is romeo dubs so i don't know if this is a situation where one guy had a good game and he's gonna get or a good practice and he's gonna get pumped up by the uh, fans and the media, or if it's, look, they need somebody at receiver to really pop. And it was Alan Lazard the other day. We talked a lot about him yesterday, and I think we're going to talk a lot about Romeo Dubs today. And then eventually Christian Watson's going to get back on that field, and we're going to talk about him. And then when Sammy Watkins get back, we're going to talk about him. The wide receiver room, I don't want to say issue. It's not so much an issue. It's just there's a lot of questions before we actually see these guys play the game and, and what it's going to look like. So we'll tell you about Romeo Dubs, the rookie receiver, seventh-round pick. We'll tell you about his practice yesterday. We'll hear from Romeo and get a, a you know front-row scouting report on on what you saw. I, and I wouldn't be bringing this to you. There's guys that have 
decent practices. Okay, Rashawn Gary did this, and you know some of the other guys did this, but Romeo Dobbs was such a standout. He's all anybody could talk about yesterday in practice. So we'll update you on that again. Four one four six seven seven twelve fifty. Four one four six seven seven twelve fifty. As we keep, we're going to talk a lot about the wide receivers here the rest of this month and into August. And it was Lazard yesterday. It'll be Dubs today. One of these guys is going to end up being Aaron Rodgers' favorite target. Could it be a seventh-round rookie from Nevada? More on that coming up next. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim. Shay. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You know, practice makes progress. So the more you continue to practice it, uh, the better you'll get at it, no matter what the cases are. So again, not just myself, but all the other receivers, you know, upcoming and as well as that's in this room, uh, we just make sure that we work on it as much as we can to the best of our abilities. So. I'll make a correction. That's fourth round pick, Romeo Dubs. See, I get things wrong sometimes. You had the opportunity to pounce on me. That's fourth round pick, Romeo Dubs. Samari Tori was the seventh round pick. He was out of Nebraska, but Dubs out of uh, Nevada. Now, Romeo Dubs had a great day in training camp. That's the report. I'm going to give you this from Andy Herman with the Pack-A-Day podcast and uh, 247 Sports. So Andy Herman has been one of these guys that tweets out every single play of practice. And I love Andy. He's a great uh, friend of the show. I believe he's on the big show later today. And so the thing that I make fun of all these guys for, I like, I'm like thankful that they're doing it. And now I'm going to play a little bit of uh, Andy's video breaking down Romeo Dubs, and I I was going to reach out to Andy, but, you know, I see he's on the big show today, so we'll just uh, use him once today. But here's Andy Herman, covers the Packers, just a quick uh, minute or two here, describing the day of Romeo Dubs. So I've I've told you this fourth-round receiver had a big day of practice, and Andy Herman's going to tell you why. Uh, That, you know, that he caught was a slant play. And on that play, 
he takes an absolute, like him and Savage collide, like at same ball, same point. It's, it wasn't a hit. Like Savage wasn't coming in to like lay him out. This is practice. This is no pads. This is friendly fire, right? But ball goes right between both of them and both of them go for the ball and huge collision. And who comes up with it? Romeo Dobbs. All right. Awesome play. It's like an eight yard gain on a slant. At the end of the day, no big deal, but still impressive that he's the one that snatches the ball with his hands gets through contact, makes the catch, and then, oh, gets back right back up and then continues to play, which is another awesome sign for Romeo Dobbs. Then on another play, he uh, he goes up. This is red zone drills now, and this is the play of the day. So not only is the, he the play of the day, he also has the play of the day. This is red zone drills. Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, and Rodgers was the quarterback on the last one. Rodgers is the quarterback for all of these today. So this is telling you they're already putting Dobbs enough with the ones that these are all from Aaron Rodgers, right? This is a one-on-one -on -one look, Romeo Dobbs versus Eric Stokes in the right side of the end zone. Rodgers knows that this is a rookie going against Eric Stokes. He has anything else that he could have done on the play. He sees the one-on-one, -on -one, he sees a little bit of a size matchup, and he trusts his guy. It was a gorgeous ball from Rodgers, but Eric Stokes played it near perfectly. Like he was right there. He had the opportunity to make a play on the ball. I don't even think that Stokes did anything wrong here. Dobbs just located the ball quicker and went up in sky to get the ball, plucks the ball out, comes down, both feet down, gorgeous touchdown. And I mean a gorgeous, this isn't just like a, like a happenstance where this happened like by accident or was kind of a fluky thing. This is a 50-50 ball that either player could have got and Robio Dobbs just went up, got it, came down with it. And it was beautiful. It was like a literal work of art. And then Later in practice, you have him coming around in red zone again with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. You have him coming around on like a little bit of a drag route and Devondre Campbell's in coverage, which you're thinking like, all right, it's a linebacker versus Dobbs. But like, that's how the play's developing. Campbell had great coverage on the play. Another great ball from Rodgers, but ho-hum, you know, yawn, another touchdown for Romeo Dobbs in red zone. And he had another nice day, caught everything in sight, you know, through the majority or through all of the day as well. It's a shorter practice. So like there's not a ton of opportunities for every player to make plays, but Romeo Dobbs has made such a impressive impact in his first two days of training camp that I'm struggling to find a comp for it. That's Andy Herman with the Pack-A-Day podcast. You can subscribe to him on YouTube. He's got, geez, uh, 8,000 subscribers pretty good he, do, he does it every day he does a packer video every day and uh, again friend of show so that's a good breakdown of of what he did yesterday herman with the front row seat and again you can't find a lot of video or images of what's going on at training camp but uh, romeo dubs is the star of at least day two and through two days really the star of camp he is taking it in stride though he, i mean it's two days of practice so dubs himself He's not going to be like, hey, look how good I am. I'm still making a, uh, making some mental errors, you know, just being honest with myself uh, and as a player. Um, but I know moving on forward, I will, I will get better at it. Um, just making sure that I, I just, you know, dive into the playbook, dive into the schemes, and just making sure I react uh, the right way. So Dubs is getting, uh, you know, this wide receiver room that we're talking about a lot. And we talked a lot about Alan Lazard yesterday and, you know, Randall Cobb's in there too. Uh, the the guys that are veterans, you know, because like Lazard could say, I want I want it all. I want to be the number one guy. Or Cobb could say, Look, I know Rogers better than all you. I mean, he's he's my guy. But they are all working together as you would expect and want with the team concept, trying to instill already into these young guys what it's going to take to be a wide receiver in this league. Um, that's a great question. I think with Allen and Randall, uh, they just they they make sure that they're on us about the littlest things which is why which is what i love about them the most because you don't get a lot of people that harp on you from the ground on up i just love what they do i'm glad that they are here regards to the uh, transition of the receiver room so with, within the opportunity that we have i just love what they do for us as rookie you know like myself as a rookie and others so i really appreciate them for it you would have thought after the draft the guy we'd be talking about a bunch is christian watson watson not on the field yet. Well, he's on the field, but he's not practicing yet. It's a knee injury for him. And he is 
hoping to come back soon. There was a, a flare up in his left knee after OTAs. Uh, no, I don't, I don't remember, uh, you know, an exact play. It was just something that kind of came on when I, when I was, you know, running routes and, and running and cutting and, and everything. Um, just kind of a lingering soreness. Going back to college? Or... Uh, no, this is, it, was, it was something new. So this is not like a college injury that the Packers missed. This is just uh, he was a little banged up after had a little minor surgery five weeks before the start of training camp and hoping to get out there at some point. You would think now Christian Watson, now he's watching Romeo Dubs like have the kind of day that, that he was supposed to have. And Juwan Winfrey's out there and these other guys are out there and you would think, Oh man, I hope he doesn't get jealous with all this. I mean, there's definitely no like you know jealousy, or I love seeing you know Rome, uh, you know Jawan, Kabi out there, you know balling. Um, you know that's what I want to see every day. I was making plays myself. You know I want to see everybody else making plays as well. But I mean, yeah, no, it, it's definitely just frustrating. You know, just within myself, you know, not being able to um, you know go out there. Obviously, it's my first one, and you know I you know I feel like you know to myself I have a lot to prove, and, and, and really just you know getting out there and just you know creating that you know, synergy and, 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 you know, vibing with all the guys. And then, you know, Aaron, obviously, um, you know, missing out, out on that a little bit. But, you know, I'm always, I'm always picking those guys' brains, even if I'm not out there. And, you know, I said it before, you know, just getting all, all those mental reps and just knowing exactly what I can do. So, you know, I'm still making progress. I'm not, you know, at a standstill or, you know, taking steps back, even though I'm not out there. It's two days into training camp. It's not even August yet. So nothing is going to be definitive. But for why? I mean, they, look, they love Christian Watson. They drafted him at number 34 for a reason. It's not out of the realm of possibility that maybe it's maybe it's Romeo Dubs that ends up being the, the rookie that, that shines. Again, two days, you know, but you'd like to see Christian Watson out there at some point. If anything, hey, we know that he'll be impactful. Man, it'd be great if the other guy was too. So that's kind of the update from training camp at this point after I make fun of everybody giving those updates. Uh, I think that, uh, I think that I want to thank them for giving the updates. The guy that I mentioned yesterday, the guy who's tweeting about the Eagles and stats in practice. I don't need Romeo Dubs stats. That'd be absurd, but specific plays you want to talk about and break down and how he's fitting in. We could talk about that. Like I think how, how he kept that from last year is just beyond me. Like what, what are you doing? Yeah, the guy with the Eagles kept Jalen Hurts' stats, and then... Do he, does he have anything better to do? Well, this is what people apparently I want. so. Like, I, I'm talking about... Yeah, I'm, I'm actually giving credit to all these guys. Like, hey, thanks for all the great coverage. Uh-huh. At some point, are they going to start giving us stats? At some point, am I going to start wanting stats? What was Aaron Rodgers? Was he, you know, 2 of 13 or 13 of 14? So you want to know? Well, I mean, I'll text Herman. I'll say, hey, I need some stats today. We need stats. It'd be nice to know where he where he <laughs> is right now, right? <laughs> no. Mike the Painter. We know where he is. He's on the phone, 414-677-1250. Right next door to our friend there, Timmy Shea. Oh, you're downtown Over today? Over at MATC. Yep, I'm here at MATC. All right. So, you know what I was thinking? I was reading an article. It would be really nice for the Brewers to unload a lot for Shohei Itani. I think if we got Shohei Itani in our lineup and pitching, I think we'd, we'd be right there in the NL for the World Series. I think that would help us out immensely. So you want the Brewers to trade for Shohei Otani? Yes, I do. I really do. Unload our prospects, every one of them, and get this guy. That guy is just a talent out of this world. He can bat and pitch for you. That Our rotation would be the tops in the league. Um, this would be a no-brainer. I think this would be a good move. Well, yeah. Uh... <clears throat> But that's not going to happen. So why are we wasting our time? Why not? They're not why getting Shohei Otani. He's on the market. The Brewers aren't getting Shohei Otani. Why couldn't they? They why? couldn't give up their top prospects to get him. And maybe Woodruff even. God, why do you, all you guys want to trade Woodruff so bad? 
You need to trade something good to get better. You're not getting Shohei Otani. If we're we're getting anyone, it's... the idea. Mike, I have to. I can't have you going around talking about the Brewers getting Shohei Otani. He's held on the market. Why not? Why, it'd be why like if you were saying, it'd be like if you say, hey, you know what the Packers should do? They should trade for Tom Brady and have him back up Aaron Rodgers. It's so I unrealistic. I would never even think of something stupid And I'm like telling that. you not to think of this because it's never going to happen. Well, I was reading an article and he's out there on the market. Why couldn't we give a shot at trying to get that guy? That guy is just the best. Oh, I, I would, yeah. David Stearns can call the Angels about Shohei Otani, but there's no chance he's coming here. We have assets to get rid of. I'm just telling you right now. I'd give up, I'd give up Hater for him. I, I, I need you to focus a little bit lower. You, you, you right, you're so reaching back. for the stars. I know you get pretty high on the top of that ladder, but you that's that's as. Uh, the ladder goes as high as it goes. You can't get to the moon. I do extend myself, and I do sometimes stand up on top of the ladder. That is scary. All right, Mike, sorry to burst your bubble, but the Brewers are not getting Shohei Otani. All right. Thanks. All right. Thanks sorry, Mike. Giving me a gut punch there, Bart, and I was really having a nice mon- uh, nice Friday morning, and you just... just if the Brewers get Shohei Otani at this trade deadline, when's the trade deadline? Tuesday? Tuesday. On Wednesday, you can come yeah. in here and co-host the show with me. That'd be awesome. Okay. Oh All right. I, w- I, would have, I would have to take a vacation day right now. I'd have to put in for it. Well, at a, at a day of your choosing. All right. If the Brewers Thank trade you. for Shohei Otani, you can come here and spend four hours with me. Had me a dream come true. All right. Well, I'm very confident to offer this because <laughs> it's not happening. Be surprised. Strange right, things have happened. Okay. <laughs> See you, buddy. All right. Have a great day. All right. Have a great too. day, Tim. You too, Mike. All right, Mike the painter. Oh, I hope that happens. The Bruce could show him. I know it won't. Even me, one of the big, bigger Brewer fans, kind of. I, oh, if we got Shohei Otani, it'd be incredible. I don't think that's going to happen. It'd be the greatest <laughs> thing ever. Oh, my God, it would rule. You're adding two players. That's why the value is going to be so high for him if he does get traded, and I don't know that he does. You know, I know the Angels are in a weird situation because they got Trout and Otani, and those guys continually do things you've never seen before, and uh, they are 42 and 57. Otani last night pitched. He went six innings, gave up two earned, had 11 strikeouts. Uh, did lead off, no hits for him. Angels couldn't get much going at the plate. And Trout's hurt right now. But the Angels are with those two guys, 42 and, and 57. Uh, yes, it would be thrilling if we got Shohei Otani. But I have to burst Mike's bubble. But if they get him, I, I will be true to my word. Mike the Painter will do a four-hour show with me. At, uh, at a date of his choosing. <laughs> I'd pay to see that. <laughs> yeah. If, if the Brewers trade for Shohei Otani, I'm going to uh, immediately retire is what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to do that. 414-677-1250. I'm Bart. That's Tim Shea here on The Fan. Never miss a moment from The Fan again with the free Odyssey app. You can download the Bart Winkler Show podcast. And listen whenever and wherever works best for you. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea. The Bart Winkler Show on WSSP. We're here live in the Lakeland University studios where you can earn co-op credit for work experience at lakeland.edu. Again, lakeland.edu. Talking a little bit about Packer training camp. Brewers of the Red Sox this weekend. will take a preview on that. Talk some uh, Fenway Park and... You know, a lot of Brewers, uh, the last time they were out there, a lot of Brewers fans made that trek. I would imagine that's going to happen again tonight for some Brewer fans. You know, this is a, a rare trip. It'll happen more frequently in the up uh, and coming years where, like, the Brewers will play at every stadium every other year. So 
I don't know how I don't know how it's going to start next year. We should be getting next year's schedule. I was just know? about to say that. Like they always, the schedule comes out in like sept- early September or something. <laughs> yeah, baseball's just like the NFL does a release show and they leak it for three weeks and get you all excited in May. Baseball's just like here you go. Baseball, yeah. You're scrolling the Brewers website for a lineup one day and then. All of a sudden, like, I don't know, lineup yet, but here's next year's schedule that we're giving you in the uh, middle of the season. The funny part is back in 2020 when they had the uh, 60-game season, when they sent out the 60-game schedule, literally like two days later, they sent out the schedule for next year. Yeah. For the next season. Yeah, I remember that. That was very weird. But that's what baseball does. So the Brewers, let's say the Red Sox, for example, they'll play in Fenway one year and then not the next year, but then they will the next year. So if there's some of these American League ballparks that you're hoping to get to, and that means with more frequency they'll play in Chicago um, for the White Sox. That means with more frequency they'll play in Detroit. It'd be cool if there was a Chicago-Chicago series week where you could go to Wrigley one day and then whatever. Is it still guaranteed, uh, right? Yeah. I was going to say Comiskey Park. Yeah. Uh, is it, it's still guaranteed, right, though? still guaranteed, right. Yep. I thought they changed it again. To something else? Yep. Google Rays, White Sox Stadium. That's still guaranteed rate field. All right. What was it before that? The cell. U.S. Cellular Field. Yeah, wasn't there something in the middle? No. Okay. Uh, Guaranteed rate, U.S. Cellular. Yeah, all right. Yeah, guaranteed rate, the logo is like an arrow pointing down. Yeah. Stupid. Well, do you think, I mean, I don't know, you know, with this whole new scheduling, do you think they continue, like, the rivalry series between your interleague rival, like White Sox-Cubs? They'll play each other twice. Um, I think you that know. information's out there. I don't know it off the top of my head. Yeah. Okay. But I, it is out there if you want to Google it. If you if you Google it, if you start now, you'll probably Maybe find the information. by 9 o'clock? Yeah, by 9 oh, okay. o'clock. Okay. Okay. Great. Yeah. So start now. Load up Google. Uh, I'll get off. Let's clear the phone so you can use the internet. That's the problem. I was I was mean D- to Tim. dial up. Yeah, I was mean to Tim before that it took him so long to Google something. What I didn't realize is that I in my studio have regular 2022 internet, and in Tim's booth he's got dial up. You've got mail. Yeah, actually, every morning he has to load the AOL CD to then connect to. Uh, the World Wide Web, as he calls it. I've been IMing my friends for the last seven years, but no one responds. Yeah, well, you got to get off ICQ, and you got to get on uh, just like Google Chat, okay? So that's how you can uh, find me there. That's Tim Shea. I'm Bart Winkler. 414-677-1250. I do have to give you props. You have yet to say the old phone number in two days. While I listened to that afternoon show and... I don't want to call any people out, but someone did it twice yesterday. So. Oh, they were slipping up? Yeah. Well, I have said it a lot. I've, I'm, I'm over-saying it. I'm over-saying it. You're getting it, you know, in there. Yeah. I'm trying to get it through your head. So, and I'm, good I'm job saying it a lot so that I remember. 414-677-1250. The old phone number is dead. It's gone forever. 414-677-1250. I had a lot of old teammates text me yesterday because this is big news. It is. <laughs> when you change the number, it, it is. I heard from uh, Rami. What's going on over there? Yeah. New number? I heard from Wicked. <laughs> How about Horvat? I know you'll hear from him later, but. Uh, Horvat, don't no. care. Okay. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, but I heard from. What's, what's going on? Well, what do you mean, what's going on? You got a new phone number. Yeah. That's pretty much what's going on. Yeah. Oh. Well, why? I don't know, man. I just show up. I just show up. It's like, that's all I can do. There's an article that was put out on The Athletic earlier this week about quarterback tiers, and I've been wanting to uh, get to this and look at it for a few days. As Aaron Rodgers, Mike Sando, does the article, he breaks up his quarterback tiers, and then he does rank them within the tiers. But Aaron Rodgers 
comes in at number one. Now, a lot of people have been talking about who's the best quarterback in the league. Rodgers is one. Mahomes is two. Brady is three. Josh Allen is four. Justin Herbert is five. Joe Burrow is six. Those are all the guys in tier one. So, I mean, Rodgers is better than Burrow in these rankings. But what Mike Sando's saying is that Joe Burrow is in the same class of quarterback as Aaron Rodgers. Justin Herbert as well. I really don't have a problem with that. I would maybe say Rodgers, Mahomes, Brady, and Allen are like 1A. Yeah. And then Herbert and uh, uh, Burrow are like 1B. But I, I'm I'm fine putting them in the top. Burrow makes it to the Super Bowl. Herbert, I think, is going to have a very good year in Los Angeles. So even if right now it looks like those guys are – you're stretching tier one. I still think that, you know, by the end of the season, we'll say, oh, okay, yeah, that, that that makes sense. Both Burrow and Herbert, the younger guys. Pretty fascinating that Brady is still in there. And you would say, well, should Brady be in there? You know, he's 45, but he still gets it done. He does get it done. There's some games where he doesn't look as good. There's been games over the last five, ten years. I mean, how many times has somebody come on your television and say Tom Brady is done? I've been guilty of saying that. I've I've said that's not going to be the year of the Patriots. This is, you can't count them out ever. You can't count them out. It, with Peyton Manning, you started to see some decline. Tom, you're not even really seeing decline. He's just, he's good and he stays good. And he's got all these weapons and they build a system around him. And they give him everything that he needs that might be part of it. But I think you put Tom Brady on really any team right now and that team's going to be a playoff team. So those guys are tier one, Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Josh Allen, Herbert, and Joe Burrow. Uh, The next tier, and so you wonder, should any of these guys be tier one? Matt Stafford's at seven. Uh, Matt Stafford getting a big bump because of what he did last year, going to a new team, then winning the Super Bowl. He is a very good quarterback. I would not have him in tier one. Uh, Russell Wilson's in tier two. I think that is still relatively fine he can get himself back up to tier one but he you know he's been on some bad Seahawks teams lately but I I I don't it looks like he's declining a little bit now will a new team reinvigorate him we'll see Deshaun Watson I suppose I don't know where to rank this guy Lamar Jackson though Lamar Jackson he's he's number 10 in these rankings and he's in tier two I think that we do forget how good Lamar Jackson is. And I don't know why that is. He was the MVP a couple of years ago. I know he was hurt a bunch last year, but if there's any of these guys that can jump up to tier one, I would say it's Lamar Jackson. Maybe it's because of the playoffs. His just track record in the playoffs. I don't know. Could be. Uh, Dak Prescott comes in at 11. Derek Carr in at 12. Kyler Murray at 13. And Matt Ryan at 14. So those guys are all in tier two. Uh, Kyler Murray getting paid pretty much higher than any quarterback's ever been paid. You know, he's one of the top three guys now, but he comes in at number 13. I need to see more out of Kyler, and we'll hear from Kyler Murray because he responded to that independent study clause, which made such a wave throughout the NFL that the Cardinals then took it out this week. There was a clause in his contract that he needs four hours of independent study per week away from the team he needs to study for four hours a week, basically assigning him homework. And that came out, and everybody thought it was crazy that the Cardinals put that in there and also thought it was very telling of the off-field commitment that Kyler Murray has. I would, again, I would be furious if I was Kyler Murray that that got out. I would have put a clause in there to say, if this gets out, you pay me more money because I'll be very embarrassed. But now they have removed that from the contract and maybe hey maybe that was Kyler's plan all along maybe he's like man I'm really angry about this I'm gonna put it out there I'll get the chance to defend myself but if there's enough reaction maybe the Cardinals will take it out because I don't want to study when I'm not in that building (laughs) maybe that's maybe that's what he did you never know Uh, Matt Ryan being in this tier I gotta see it out of Matt Ryan too I think I think he's washed now they're very high on him in Indy 
he's like uh, when Drew Brees was starting to fade. You know, just doesn't have it anymore. And you uh, can tell. I saw a tweet that he's much more Andrew Luck than he is Philip Rivers for them. He's much more 2018 Luck than he is 2020 Rivers. I got to see it. I got to see that. I, I, I did, Matt Ryan didn't look good really ever last year. Now the Falcons are pretty bad. No, the Falcons are awful too. But how much of that is to Matt Ryan? So, look, if you want to say he's in the middle of, because he's number 14 on this list, if he's in the middle of all these rankings, is he middle of the pack? I still think that might be too high. Tier three of Kirk Cousins, I'd take Kirk over Matt Ryan. Yep. You have Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, I might take him over Matt Ryan right now. Yeah, I might too. Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill can have a great season. No one's ever going to give him credit for being a capable quarterback. But I think he could be ahead of Matt Ryan. Mac Jones. Apparently, there's been a leap with Mac Jones. He's. I think he's better than Matt Ryan. Baker Mayfield comes in at 19. I would rather have Baker Mayfield lead the team than Matt Ryan. Jalen Hurts at 20. I'd rather have him than Matt Ryan. Hurts is interesting because statistically he's so good, but that always comes in the fourth quarter. Uh, Carson Wentz is at 21. And then Jared Goff, Trevor Lawrence, Jameis Winston are all tier three guys. So that's the next group of guys. I think there's there ends up being five tiers. Tier number four, Justin Fields, Tua, Davis Mills, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Daniel Jones, Marcus Mariota, Sam Darnold, Mitch Trubisky, and Drew Locke. So some of these guys, I would separate these tiers a little bit because some of these guys, I think, they can have a pretty good year. I think that uh, Justin Fields is a very good quarterback. I think he can be a very good quarterback. I think he's in the absolute wrong location. And it's not... It's not the track record of Bears quarterbacks. When he got drafted, many people said, well, Justin Fields is going to be terrible because he's a Bear. It's not because he's a Bear. It's because he's a Bear at this current time. Again, they had Pace and Nagy last year. They draft a quarterback. Then they don't play him as much as they should. The intention should have been play this guy because our jobs depend on it. And if we can show some progress in Fields, we can say, hey, look, look what we're doing. We deserve to keep our jobs. Instead, who was the other guy they even had last year? Let's Google race this. It was Nick Foles. Yeah, but wasn't there another guy? Andy Dalton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were giving starts to Andy Dalton. No. You give all the starts to Justin Fields, especially if your job's on the line. So I think he can be good. I just think the Bears are very bad. Tua is very interesting. They gave him everything. He's got wide receivers. He's got a tight end. He's got running backs. So it's his opportunity to get things done. Davis Mills, who could sneaky be good. Zach Wilson at 28. Is Zach Wilson the 28th best quarterback in the league? The Jets hope he's better than that. Trey Lance is going to finally get some starts. He comes in at 29. We'll see what he looks like. Daniel Jones, another high draft pick. I believe he went six overall a few years ago. This is his make-or-break opportunity, especially in New York. Mariota, Sam Darnold, Mitch Trubisky, who I guess is already sucking in practice, and then Drew Locke. And then there's Tier 5, which is there's all one these tiers. player. It's one guy. It's Geno Smith. <laughs> so Mike Sandals, Mike Sandals writing this article for The Athletic. He can't even – he makes his own tier for uh, – Geno Smith. There's only four tiers. Going back to Mitch Trubisky. But they made a fifth tier for Geno Smith. He's not He's not starting. He's not starting week one. No way. I, yeah, I don't know about that either. I would probably go with Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. I think we're at the point now where you either you either don't play your rookie for a while or you play him right away. If you got, if you got Aaron Rodgers, right, Jordan Love's going to sit for three, maybe more years. If you have Jimmy Garoppolo and – you know, you still believe in him. He got you to an NFC championship last year. You have Trey Lance sit for a year. I don't like this herky-jerky back-and-forth stuff. So whatever they do in Pittsburgh, either go with Kenny Pickett and go with him or go with Mitch Trubisky and wait until it gets terrible. Then you had the Dolphins situation. They had Ryan Fitzpatrick one year, and they finally started starting Tua 
but that was Ryan Fitzpatrick was playing well for you. So I, I just think a lot of times these guys can get drafted wherever. It's the way that the teams utilize the quarterback. They put him in too soon or they put him in too late or they don't put him in at the right time. It can be very tricky. Like a guy with Justin Fields, and we're going to see him probably a lot throughout these next few years like we saw Mitch Trubisky, but a guy like Justin Fields, you know, if he got drafted by a different team, things could be a lot different for him. Maybe he gets drafted by the Niners, and then uh, he sits a year behind Jimmy Garoppolo, and then when they're ready to move on, they move on. Maybe he goes somewhere where he starts, and he has the opportunity to flourish as a rookie or at least get some reps like in – uh, Jacksonville. We don't talk a lot about Trevor Lawrence, but Trevor Lawrence has a year of reps under his belt that didn't really get that criticized because Jacksonville's no good. Jacksonville could be a sneaky good team this year, and I think a lot of people believe that Trevor Lawrence will be a good quality NFL quarterback. He might be a little low on these rankings right now, but people are much higher on him than they would be somebody like Justin Fields. I just think Justin Fields, for all the situations he could have been drafted in, he was drafted in the absolute worst scenario for him and really for any quarterback. Those are your quarterback tiers. Again, Aaron Rodgers is one. I don't know where Jordan Love would be. He would probably be in a tier four. I was going to say four. People were to vote because you just don't know about him. And when we've seen him, it's not like he's, you know, impressed. He threw a touchdown in the Chiefs game, but they had seven points. And then against Detroit, he had a couple of interceptions. I, I was hoping that that game went better for him. So we really haven't seen, you know, what he could be. If Rodgers did not come back or if he retired, this training camp, we would not be talking about Romeo Dubs today. We would not be talking about Alan Lazard. We wouldn't barely even be talking about David Bakhtiari. It'd be all Jordan Love all the time. Every day. And we probably would be tracking his stats if it was Jordan Love. Again, oh, I'm Bart you, Winkler. Can you imagine that? Oh, it'd be terrible. Oh. It'd be terrible. Yeah, Rodgers, covering Rodgers can be weird. Because it's a lot of bandwidth that you need to cover a guy like Aaron Rodgers. But if it was Jordan Love with no Rodgers, I mean, it would be it would be something. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. Your chance at State Fair tickets coming up as we talk a little Brewers-Red Sox here on The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.